Welcome to the Open for Business podcast with your hosts, Mitchell and Christina. We are here at Misha Studios, located in the heart of Toronto, and today we have a very special guest. So this guest here today has launched his company, Labor Day Weekend, 2016, and has been unstoppable ever since. The goal of his company has always been to bring Italians across the GTA together, introducing Dom, owner of Italiano Vero. Thank you, Mitchell. Um, it's an uh, honor and a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. Let's get this started. All right, so where did the idea of Italiano Vero come from? Um, The idea of Italiano Vero, um, I guess it initially started when I think about it, probably back when I was in high school. Um, I had a friend, I have a friend of mine, his name's Angelo, and he's actually the owner of uh, this Instagram page, it's called T.Italians, and he also has his own boutique where he sells a lot of clothing and stuff. So he started this back in high school. We both went to the same school. And as I seen him transition like our Italian culture into like more of a digital world, something that was more modern, I kind of felt like it was a really great, um, great idea. And I was really inspired by that, but I had no idea about like Italian novello at the time. It didn't even exist, right? But it was something there that was like, you know what? I love the culture, like it's my background. And I felt that it was really cool to like, now experience it on your phone or on the internet and stuff like that, right? right? Um, so yeah, essentially from there, and then also um, uh, also when uh, living downtown, so I grew up on College Street, so Little Italy, um, that's where like a lot of the Italians originated back in the 40s, 50s, 60s when they started to come here, and they started moving up to like towards St. Clair, Dufferin Lawrence, and then Woodbridge and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. being on College Street for, uh, my, you know, first uh, couple of years and stuff like that and growing up, I really um, seen the culture and stuff like that and a lot of the ideas that came about. So basically when I was in that, when I was 19, I was working in the nightlife industry, like with a lot of clubs and stuff like that. And a friend of, another friend of mine, his name's Danny, he does uh, a Greek party that's fairly similar to Italiano Beto. Um, same type of thing with the events and stuff like that. Um, I actually spoke with Danny and that's where kind of the idea came from where I was like, okay, I didn't see an event like that happening for the Italian culture. So speaking with Danny, I was like, yo, like, I'm gonna try this and whatever. And he thought it was a pretty cool idea too. And uh, yeah, that was pretty much the first time and, and, and where the whole idea came from, thinking about, okay, you know what, like, let's bring back the culture in a modern way for like the younger generation now, our, our first, second and third generation Italians here in Toronto. Um, and then I actually didn't start it at the time there though. I I went to a club, it was called Bonanotte, because when I was 19, I was really confused. I didn't know much about the industry yet. I was learning and all that. So I went to this club because it had that that that, that name brand. It had that branding of being an Italian supper club. You can go there for dinner yeah, and then it turns into a club. Um, I went there and it was terrific. The only thing was, it was like a very mature crowd. You know what I mean? Like it was that setting that I wanted Italiano Vettel to be. Um, and I was very young at the time. So I kind of went up to the bouncer. He was uh, uh, kind of confused as I was there. I was like by myself. I, I was working at a club on, on Richmond Street at the time. I walked over by myself on a Saturday night. He looked at my ID. ID. He was like, whoa, like what, what are you doing here kind of thing. Yeah. Still let me in and all that. And when I, as soon as I walked in, I was blown away by like the type of crowd and the atmosphere and the culture that was within that venue. Um, left that night and I was walking back to Gravity to the club I was working at. Um, I was like, okay, yeah, you know what? I got to put this on a hold for now and, and, and look in a couple of years from now when I really know what I'm doing and I learn a lot more and then I could probably start whatever Italian Roberto has now become, right? Right. 
Right yeah, on. I think that's a great way to handle a situation. I mean, knowing that you're not ready to take on a project like that and just be like, I need to wait, I need to educate myself more. I think a lot of people just kind of jump in and just be like, I'll figure it out later. And I think that's a very mature way to go about a situation. Yeah, that that's exactly how I look at it now where it's like, once again, not exactly knowing what I was doing back then, but definitely at 19, like it was something about, okay, I, I don't know these certain resources I want to reach out to. Um, I know that the, the, the vibe and, and the, the crowd itself won't be what I, I can make it into at that, at that age that I was at. Right. Um, so yeah, basically just kind of waited it out for the right time. And then in 2016, I, I just felt like, okay, you know what, this is the perfect time. Let's do it. And mm. since the first party, it's kind of yeah. taken off, right? Like it, it just keeps getting bigger and better. Uh, growing. Yeah. yeah. What would you say? Some like pitfalls you've been, you've seen or pitfalls gone through in the last um, few years. And good question. I, I think about that too. I don't, I don't actually see too many pitfalls with Italian Novello just because I love it. I love working on it. I love the behind the scenes, you know, prepping for the event, uh, coming up with different ideas, some creative aspects to market it and get on social media and get on like uh, mm-hmm. on the internet and stuff like that and reach out to people. Um, so yeah, in terms of like specifically with the brand itself, there's not many pitfalls that I've experienced. It would be more in general, just with nightlife itself, um, where you're just dealing with a lot of people Mm. and I love dealing with people, but the only thing is I always want a positive, um, turnout with them. I always want a good taste in their mouth after dealing with me, or if I'm putting on this event, I want them to be leaving with the best experience and for them to be super happy and want to come back again. And sometimes when you're dealing with so many people, it's, you can find yourself in that, that crossover where it's hard to please everyone. So So that could be different. Yeah. That could be that pitfall sometimes. Um, and then that, that would be truly, truly one of them. And, and just, Aside from that is the late hours. Sometimes, like, you know, I, I catch myself, whether I'm at the office during the week um, and I'm there I'm there late or, you know, at the venues because I do work in, in the industry week to week and, right. and, you know, getting home at some early hours in the morning and then having to adjust my schedule and try to get back on routine for Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> and then it happens yeah. again Friday, Saturday, and it's week and week and week. And, you know, you yeah, have to chasing like, time. keep up, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's tough. Yeah. It, you know what? It... it, it, it it, it, you mold it's tough, to it. but you have to adjust yeah. to it. You know, you have to, you have to, you have to deal with. Always you mold into it. Yeah. So overall, what would you say like trends right now in the industry? Like, what are you seeing that's kind of trends with the industry? I would say is probably um, just the aspect of where clubs are opening up and how they're opening up. I see a lot of venues um, or spaces. It doesn't have to be just a nightclub in particular. It could be a restaurant too. They're going with a lot smaller of a space. Um, they're trying to, I guess, I don't know, make do with, with, with smaller square footage, right? Intimate um, and, crowd. And, yeah, intimate crowd, like making sure that their bottle service is covered um, throughout the whole venue and stuff like that with mm-hmm. enough bar space and whatever. Um, just, just to do it in a smaller aspect where like back in the day, there was like a lot more room for like dance floor and stuff like that. Bigger clubs, you can go to like a club and, or, or yeah. multiple clubs on one strip and see them at like a thousand per pe- uh, people capacity or person mm-hmm. capacity each, each venue. Right. Um, so I see that, uh, being one of the, what size, what size would you say is like the normal right now? now? I'd like, say right now you, your average is probably anywhere from four to 700 people. Um, any club that you go to, like a lot of them are, are on King street, as you know, Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of those clubs are like anywhere from four to 700 people that you'll experience on a, on a Friday or Saturday night. Right. And that's, that, that's a lot of their capacities. 
Um, and then you have your, your few venues that could do a thousand or maybe a little bit more and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, that, that's, that's one of the biggest trends I see right now. And then also, um, a lot of people are trying to just incorporate something different. Like from my understanding, um, it's always been like three aspects to a nightclub or, or, or to a venue, let's say that is for sure the people, then the sound, which is the music. And then there's the alcohol, the drinks. Um, there's those three. So it, it, as long as you have those three, you're running a party, you're running an event, mm -hmm. but then people are trying to incorporate a fourth, fifth, sixth thing, whether it's food, whether it's some sort of entertainment that night, like an actress mm -hmm. or actor or celebrity or magician, like stuff like that. Um, people are just doing those means of entertainment or or like i said the fourth fifth sixth thing to add on to it a lot more now so i see that happening week in and week out yeah yeah because yeah. people want to be entertained they're like how are you going to entertain me and make me spend my money yeah i guess so yeah like just getting people to interact and 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 mm -hmm. yeah and really uh really attract them to that specific venue right like if there's 10 places open what's really going to set you apart from the mm -hmm. other you know nine absolutely one of them, right exactly. yeah certain celebrities bring in certain crowds yeah exactly mm -hmm. right so i just see that happening a lot more often um that's actually one thing with uh italian Novello, like we haven't really experimented so far with is like the celebrities and stuff like that mm -hmm. but um yeah in general it, it, it's never needed it because it's so based on the culture and people mm -hmm. just love being there um surrounded by i guess maybe like-minded people and that great atmosphere right, mm -hmm. right. absolutely yeah and, and how many uh, parties are you doing now a year so right now um since since 2016 it's always been eight events per year so they fall on long weekends mm -hmm. so we have eight long weekends here uh, in canada and we do um it starts at Fed, uh, family day and then it finishes off with boxing day mm -hmm. and then it restarts every every year right so we do eight um actually last year was the first time we added a ninth date to the calendar which was halloween so we did it on october 31st mm -hmm. and it actually went terrific so i'm wow. looking forward to trying to do that again this year um another date that we're going to be adding this year in 2020 is it's called veto fest and that's this festival type idea of italiano veto mm -hmm. it's basically what we're doing already it's taking all eight of those dates that we already operate putting everything into one and just you know trying to do it a little bit bigger a little bit better a little bit more of a different experience maybe something just uh, with some daytime setting longer hours maybe a celebrity in, in the twist of it maybe yeah. some more food and culture and stuff like that so we're see, we'll are we see how that goes I'm, I'm, I've been working on it uh, pretty uh, pretty constantly behind the scenes and stuff like that right wow yeah so, so, and so you, you should be going for 2016 so what would you be like you're going for your five-year goal is that part of like is veto fest was part of so, this so yeah so yeah exactly <laughs> so with the five-year goal because i seen you had that written down here with that five-year goal definitely veto fest was one of them the halloween was but i kick-started it and started it last year um i'd, I'd say i'm still on that five-year goal from 2016 mm -hmm. since ideas that i had from back then and i'm continuing them now already setting up for five years ahead from now right where battle fest has kicked in and i'd like for it to happen year after year um as long as everything goes well and then also is possibly a new year's um people love new year's they love going out on new year's it's one of the biggest biggest days of our industry um restaurants and, and lounges and, and spaces and, and, and events all, all kinds right so everyone goes out on new year's so that's one that I would definitely like to tackle, but uh, we'll see how it goes. I've always done a, a New Year's party, mm -hmm. um, just never with that Italian battle brand um, or, or, or aspect, right? So 
yeah, that that's that could be a possibility too, and then we'll see how it goes from there. <laughs> Exciting. That sounds hectic, but it sounds yeah. <laughs> like it's gonna be fun. With Venofest, would you extend it to like other areas? Like, okay, so you're, yeah, you yeah, um, you would do that. Yeah, I think we actually talked about this once because we always keep in touch yeah, over the years. Yeah. But um, yeah, so with Itano Oveto itself, like just how it is right now, the long weekends, there has been um, interaction and 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 connection with uh, venue owners from other cities, right? Like Montreal, very, very yeah. Italian, European culture there. Um, Ottawa, Vancouver, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. New York City, Ottawa, we've uh, uh, sorry, Boston and Chicago. We've actually had people from those cities come to Italian Novello here, like whether they're vacationing in Toronto That's or so coming cool. for the long weekend or they're visiting family. Mm-hmm. They've actually stopped off and, and, and came to Italian Novello mm-hmm. and they'll message the page. And I always make note of it, right? Yeah, yeah. Some have even got tables, bottle service and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, that's definitely an idea, but you know, like if I do ever attempt to go to another city with it, it's, I, I have to do it like we're doing it here. It's gotta be done to the T properly. Yeah, like yeah. it's gotta be like from A to Z, like a, an Italian Oveto. Would you, would you start like another kind of like a little community there? Like their little Italian Oveto? Yeah, yeah maybe I could see that happening like that. for sure. Like somewhere to, that, that's what that's I'm, I'm, that's the response I'm getting right from, yeah. from over there. It's not that they are like missing out on, on our, on our Italian community there. They're just seeing what we're doing here yeah. and they kind of want to be a part of that yeah. and they want to be a part of it in their own setting because obviously the distance for them to travel yeah. the long weekends kind of not, not an option. Right. Mm. So yeah, definitely that could be a, that could be a cool, uh, cool idea for sure. Nice. That would be really cool. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Okay, so what would you say would be some advice for someone who's looking to host their own nightclub event? Uh, someone to host their own nightclub event, what advice? Let's see. I do get you know a lot of uh, friends or uh, people I don't even know that have, that have hit me up before and just kind of asked for some ideas or, or some tips mm-hmm. or motivation behind it. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the uh, key things that I would, I would have to give somebody is to take a step back from their idea and really understand what they're going to do and what they want to do. A lot of people, I guess, see different events, not just Italian Novello, like I'm talking about any event, whether it's large mm-hmm. or, or a smaller scale event, and they're just like, I, I guess, want to do something like that, but they don't understand or they don't see or they've never actually approached what goes on yeah, the behind process. the scenes or the process to get that going, right? Um, anyone could put on an event. Anyone could, you know, rent a space and just do something. But mm-hmm. it's 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 the factor that, like, for me at least, I just, I want to make sure that everyone that, you know, attends that specific event has that great experience. And it's just not a party or something like that. It, yeah. it, it's more than that. It's something that they can take home and they can share with others and be like, you know what? I went to this back in the day or I went to this last month yeah. and I had a terrific time. Like I'm definitely going back. Like I want them to crave the next one. Right. So definitely, yeah, just, just take a step back, understand what you want to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, just kind of educate yourself on that before, uh, before, before putting on your event, right? And then, uh, yeah, I guess take a stab at it. <laughs> and I think that's great because not a lot happen. of people would do that. Yeah, I, I guess so. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I, I just, I remember back in the day, starting off in the industry, it was kind of like, oh, I just, I want to go to a party. I want to put on a party. So it was kind of like, yeah. it, it was so, it seemed so easy at the <laughs> time. But like, as I 
grew into it like like when I was 19 and I, I guess walked into that other club and mm -hmm. seen other people doing things I was like yeah I don't know how to do that yet mm -hmm. I, I need to learn this I need to you know understand what resources I need you know and, and over the years there. I've I've really struggled to understand it but also build those relationships with key individuals that I hold, you know, to, to, to the death of me today that they helped me out with my marketing, to help me out with my design, my graphics, um, my, my uh, website, internet, all that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Like uh, social media, um, mm -hmm. everything from A to Z, you know, some of the like PR stuff that we do and stuff like all kinds, right? Yeah. That goes back to what we were talking about in episode one, how my philosophy with the business is like build a community mm -hmm. and you help each other out at the end Absolutely. of the day. I think that's a huge factor in any business, any industry. Yeah. It's like, you're not a ship. You're not an Island. I no, mean, no, for sure. without that community, without that support system, for sure. it can make or break you in realistic uh, terms. You know ab I mean? Absolutely. And it could go as simple as like, just like to your, like the DJs, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it's just, you can hire any DJ to play a party, but for like Italian Vettel specifically, there's only maybe three or four DJs the, the events ever experienced. And mm -hmm. it's not because the, it, it, I, it lacks uh, other DJs. Mm -hmm. It's just because they know the crowd. There, there's yeah. like, there's something there that we've mm -hmm. been able to mold. We've studied together like mm -hmm. countless hours on the phone or meeting up with each other to really get it perfect. You know what I mean? Where some people will literally uh, like, as soon as the party ends, not even go home that night message on the way home being like, Hey, is there any way I can get a playlist? Hey, when's the next event? Hey, the music was amazing tonight. Right. So something just as specific like that, right. The right. right resources, you know, and it took me that time to like develop that and, and meet these individuals, right. Like Macri and Maddie P are more like the face of the brand mm -hmm. right now in terms mm -hmm. of who's touches the turntables and who provides that sound for the night. And they do an excellent job with it. Right. So they're yeah. fantastic. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Thank you <laughs> for, for sure. And they'll, they'll be hearing that and they're going to love it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for absolutely. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we'll get we'll go a little deeper now. So yeah. I have some more personal questions. Okay. So it'll be short and sweet. Um, your current podcast, like, what do you listen to? Like, what's your thing? Uh, current podcast, I don't think I actually listen to any specific podcast or keep up with um, one of one of one of those online podcasts at, mm -hmm. at all, right? But one key, I guess, factor or sorry, factor one key person, socialite that I do. Um, listen to is probably Gary V. Um, I really like what he does. I love his content. I love what he tries to put out there. Um, I think even though he might be in a little bit of a different business, his overall idea of business and marketing and, and ways to develop and build something, mm -hmm. it touches anybody in any business. So just listening to him, his ideas and the way he goes about doing his 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 uh, his stuff, yeah. um, I, I think it's great. I don't watch him day in, day out. I kind of just, you know, when I'm on, ever I'm on Instagram, he does a great job at reaching out through Instagram as, as, as one of his uh, main links is, uh, to social media. Um, I'm just, you know, I always just, you know, eat up his stuff as I see it, you know, maybe once, twice a week, whatever it is, right? Yeah. So yeah, definitely props to him because he, he's, he's great. Um, but aside from that, no, nothing, no podcast that I that I really truly say that's what I you know go to to listen to. Oh, so Gary V's really good. Actually, he's gonna yeah. be addicted to ours and it's going to be podcasting. <laughs> yeah, literally, yeah. <laughs> like I never heard my voice before. Yeah, exactly <laughs> for real. Sorry, go to business apps. Go to business apps. Um, there's I, there's a lot. Um, there's a lot of creative apps that I use like. There's like Insta Collage. I do a lot of stuff like on on there. Mm -hmm. um, there's a there's a there's another one called Splice, like an editor. Um, I do a lot of stuff on that one. In terms of social media, I guess Instagram or Facebook would be the the the, the two apps that I'm I'm quite on frequently. And um, 
what else? I, th- I think that covers probably most of the apps. Video videos and stuff like that. Yeah, like a lot of stuff. I, I just, the way I think about it is if I can't do it 100%, I'm going to just send it to somebody who can't, you know yeah. what I mean? I don't want to, um, half, fall half short fast, on something. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to fall short on something. So it's like, I'll just, um, take what it needs to get that done. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So if there's someone that I could build a relationship with, I'd rather pass the business on to them. And then yeah. I gain two things. I gain one, an incredible product. And then I also gain another person that yeah. I've now interacted with and I could use in years to come. Right. So that's how a lot of things go. So like, those, those apps though if I need to tweak something or if I have something and I don't need to waste that other individual's time to mm-hmm. uh, you know start something from scratch I could just tweak it myself so I just use those apps kind of thing you right, know right. yeah current food craving current food craving um, that's a good question um, <laughs> I crave carbs steady yeah. like pasta and pizza are my well, favorite are like- the only thing is is like I, I can't eat them as much because like they really definitely show on me so I, <laughs> I, I try not to do the carbs it's as much as I subject <laughs> yeah you know it's like I, I like to go to the gym but I don't yeah. like to just waste my time going to the gym I want to see results right so the, pasta and pizza um, are my favorite I'm steady craving them um, I, I just actually came back from Rome last month uh, in January and I thought it was terrific there. Like I had some of the best food um, ever in, in Rome and, and being back home like in Italy. But I, I got to say Toronto has some terrific Italian food. That's and if it's not the same as Italy, it's like really close. We as Italians here in Toronto, our culture, we do a great job to resemble the significance of the same food, the same, you know, freshness mm-hmm. and the same flavor as they do in Italy, you know, right from home. So I, I, I really, uh, I really take that in. It's really cool. Absolutely. Yeah. We loved it in Rome. Like literally so we only good. went to Rome to eat. I yeah. would make him sightsee. I was like, we gotta go like educate ourselves. I don't care to see anything. I just want to eat. I can yeah. just it's like, we gotta balance we'll it a little walking bit. And eating. Yeah. One thing I like too, is just with traveling. I always love to travel to a different, like let's say country or city and try an Italian restaurant there. I feel like you can go anywhere in the world and there's always an Italian restaurant. No matter where you go in the world, other mm-hmm. culture, ethnicity, whatever, there's always yeah. someone doing up an Italian kind of food and I love trying it, you know, in other parts of the world and seeing how it tastes. Yeah. So really cool. That's true, actually. We've done that a couple of times. Yeah. We went to Portugal, we went to an Italian restaurant. I remember yeah. that. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, you were there I, for three weeks. So like, yeah. I try something different. You know? I, like, I feel you're like, like a local food, at that point. Yeah, it, it comes, it's very uh, universally Italian food. Like everyone uh, seems to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So it that's is. one thing I love about the culture for sure. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. So how, how would you say you start your, your work day? Like what's your morning ritual? How do you get up? Are you on, on and go? Um, <laughs> yeah, like get up and go kind of thing. Like I get up and I just want to leave my house immediately. Um, I just, I definitely start off with like, you know, your, your regular routine, your hygiene kind of thing, but I just do a shot of espresso and I'm out the door. That's it. <laughs> Energy shot. My God. Yeah, Quick. literally. It's, it's always just a, sh- a shot of espresso. And then, uh, I follow up later on in the day with maybe one or two more and that gets me through the day for sure. Oh my God. So. No, I like ease into my morning. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 as I meet different people, you know, some have different routines. Uh, a lot of people love to go to the gym before, before they start their work day with, yeah. which I think is a terrific one. Yeah. I just haven't been able to get into that routine too often. Mm-hmm. I usually fall into the maybe evening category of, of, of going to the gym and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I just need that shot of espresso in the morning and I'm good to go. It's like, <laughs> my, same way. It's like my switch. It turns me on. <laughs> right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you like run out of bed. Yeah. Like, yeah. You run out of bed. You literally <laughs> jump out of bed. I'm like, yeah. you need to like take it down a notch. <laughs> like it's 6 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you, sure. yeah, I know. Dom, Dom and I, 
got the chance to live together for three weeks. So, so that, we, get, it, we were all, everyone's different. Everyone's yeah. on their different schedule. Mudo's like, yeah. gets up early. Dom, he yeah, has his yeah. day. So absolutely, yeah, yeah. I, I'm usually up early and just kind of like gone and out the door. You yeah. can survive on like three hours of sleep. And oh plus, I'm actually shocked by that. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. It's Dom. Current book or audio book? Um, Anything? Current audio book. Um, no, I wouldn't say uh, I have a current audiobook. No, I would say that um, I'm just heavily into reading a lot of material that I study mm-hmm. um, because I do, uh, I am in school part time. Mm-hmm. I'm actually uh, finishing uh, in the next uh, month. I'll be, I'll be completed uh, teacher's college. And uh, I, I looks like that will be the end to my education path where I'll be in universities <laughs> and stuff like that. I'll be able to finally just, you know, go full strength with uh, the business. But um, yeah, I just read a lot of books, not so many audio books, and it's just anything driven from education, right? A lot of uh, law background stuff, a lot mm. of social sciences and stuff like oh, that. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So. Totally different spectrum from like just bottle shots and <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> crazy actually, parties. Yeah, when I was 19, <laughs> I actually enrolled into York University as a mature student. And at the time, a lot of people that I was talking to that are close to me, like my friends, my best friends that are, are still today, I would tell them, like, yeah, I'm going to enroll in university. And they're like, what are you going to take? And I'm like, I don't know. I think I'm going to go into something with social science. And I, mm-hmm. I took a law and society program, which was an honors pro- program at York. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, law, like, where are, you, where are you going? Like, you're in business. You're in hospitality. Like, why don't you just do that? And I, and I couldn't come to terms with working in hospitality, maybe, uh, you know, building a business in hospitality and then also going to school and learning about that. It's like, I figured I'm going to do that and I'm going to learn it that way. I have to go to university now and learn something else mm-hmm. that I may never learn um, or get the opportunity to learn firsthand yeah. in the mm-hmm. future again. So I said, let me choose something totally different. And that was law and society, uh, social sciences. And then later on, I figured, okay, you know what? They kind of cross each other's path. Uh, past because social science does work with hospitality. You got to understand how people work. You got to understand what people want. You got to understand why people act a certain way. Mm -hmm. Um, There's certain behavior under certain, uh, certain settings and different uh, circumstances. Right. Mm -hmm. So that, that I've seen a lot of significance over the years. Yeah. So in a way it it did cross. It did later on, but not knowing it. Right. But firsthand, no, like that probably the best thing that I would have, or anyone would have told me to go into, or at the time was saying, yeah, go on, go into like marketing or business, something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. And get your degree in that. Because it makes sense. Like, yeah, it makes doing sense. That, yeah. yeah, or even like maybe in accounting, right? Just because of numbers yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. And I'm like, mm. nope, nope, I'm going to learn that. Um, I think I'm going to learn that on the way and I'm, and I'm learning it right now. Maybe mm-hmm. not with the books, but you know, with the firsthand experience and interactions mm-hmm. that, I, that I was do, dealing with people on a, on a day-to-day basis. And then, yeah, I feel like it worked out for the better. I'm very happy where I came with my education for sure. It's funny because I went to school for marketing Mm -hmm. and minored in digital. I actually learned more about digital marketing being in the field than actually being in school. Yeah. Uh, You look back and you're just like, so I just spent four years doing what? Yeah. Like it's crazy. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. I've I've never taken a course or nothing for what I currently do with nightlife and Mm -hmm. Italian or anything, but I just always keep my ears and my eyes open Mm -hmm. and I'm never turning away the possibility of learning something new you know i'm always trying to learn yeah for sure so yeah. that's how you grow if i when you like you learn firsthand it's so different just because like mm-hmm. you're you're in the, you're in it you're you're not reading a book that like 
was potentially last year's trend. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're seeing what the trend's happening. You're seeing what's going forward. You're like, okay, sure. like I get what's going on. Like I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna obstacle this way. You know? And yeah, absolutely. Do like even sure. you have to do like some kind of lateral move, and you're like, okay, now it makes sense. You know? Yeah, hundred percent. It's cool. For sure. It's true. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Right, we'll get back into it. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite sure. type of vacation. Favorite type of vacation uh, definitely has to be somewhere warm. It's got to be a tropical setting. Um, I will go anywhere in the world, but if I can, I'll go somewhere hot. And I like to, you know, in our winter months here in Canada, um, it's got to be somewhere where I can try different things. I'm, I'm kind of fallen away or steered away from the all-inclusives. I'm not a big fan of those anymore. I'll do them. I like them, but I really like to be on my own or if I'm with a group of people or uh, someone else, I'll, I'll, I'll just want to do it like from scratch. What hotel, what flight, uh, what means of transportation, mm-hmm. where am I going to go eat? Yeah. How am I going to, you know, it's more fun to do laundry, way. like all that stuff. Like, yeah, it's just so much more fun that way for me. And I just, I think once again, it's part of that learning cycle where you get to experience different things. You get to learn so much more, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's definitely, uh, one of the things for vacation but if i had to say i like florida for sure that's that's a good one um and italy too mm-hmm. anytime i get to go yeah, back yeah. it's really great <laughs> i know we're dying to go back yeah oh, it was so good yeah and even like even just small small uh, vacationing like going to montreal is fantastic i really love that city mm-hmm. i think it has a lot to share with toronto but i think it has a very great european aspect to it so know? unique it does yeah like every time great. i go there i find it's different every time like yeah. it's really yeah. interesting absolutely um and I, I love going there for the grand prix that's a good time to go to montreal oh, for I've never been for that. It's uh, it's a crazy, crazy party when you go for the Grand Prix. Really? Yeah, we it usually happens in, in June. It's like sure. it's like you had you don't have enough partying, eh? Yeah, like, like, one no, more. Yeah, yeah. I need that one more. <laughs> need that one He's absorbing the culture that way. <laughs> yeah, you need that one different aspect to turn it up again. There you go. Yeah, something sure. out of your element, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> your perfect Sunday. My perfect Sunday. Hmm. Um. Definitely just spending time with family or, or seeing, you know, my friends and people I can't really touch base with during the week um, because I'm, I'm working or I'm in school kind of thing. But um, definitely, uh, yeah, just spending time with family and uh, overall, you know, just experiencing something different. Like, you know, if, if, if I can get away on a Sunday and, and just maybe leave the city, I'll do that. Right. Something like that. And pastry and espresso. Yeah, that too. Yeah, <laughs> go go to a cafe, which is cool, you know. And even I'll, I'll like the thing is too with uh, the whole nightlife and stuff like that. A lot of like the work hours they don't fall in sync with uh, like a nine to five schedule, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of times where people are on their downtime or they're you know they're enjoying themselves and stuff like that, I'll have to pop my laptop open. Open. I'll have to be on my phone, right? Um, I don't. I don't see at any point where I can just turn off totally. Yeah. I always have to stay attached to the business or, or to the to the brand itself. So yeah, like anywhere yeah. I go, I'm always like, I always have my backpack with me. I always have my laptop on me and I always mm-hmm. have my phone. So I can do my work wherever I need to do it, but I need yeah. to put in at least an hour. So on a Sunday, I'll put in an hour or sometimes I'll spend the whole day at the office. It doesn't matter. Whatever yeah. needs yeah, to get yeah. done, I'll do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I mean, because you're running the business yourself. It's not like you have, yeah, yeah, you outsource a lot of your stuff, some part of your stuff, I should say. But it's not like you have a team with you. You know what I mean? Well, it's it's tough too, right? Because like uh, the events happen so often, and you know when it carries on to the weekends, like some people they're just not going to work weekends, stuff like that, Mm -hmm. right? So you have to really, uh, you have to really stay on top of it. So that's what I try to do best, right? 
Yeah. So yeah, but uh, yeah, so I try to enjoy my Sundays and still do a little bit of work too. <laughs> yeah, it's all about balance. Yeah, I find Sundays are like to me are just like such a great day. Like now, yeah, obviously now with the podcast we're doing a lot of recordings and yeah. stuff on Sundays, but mm-hmm. when usually my Sundays are just like I don't book anything. It's mm-hmm. just like that's my day. Yeah, at least yeah. the evening, so I could just shut down. Sh- strategize for the week yeah you know what i mean absolutely like usually sure. the morning is like a write-off i like to just write it off <laughs> or like lay in bed or whatever coffee just chill talk to my family yeah and then after that it's like okay i'll focus and do for my sure. stuff you know 100 you need to do that for yeah. sure it's good for your health just to have a mental day would you rather give up home-cooked meals or your steam sauna sessions oh okay no, you're into those you told me that there was going to be like uh is this that question you were telling me about that it was it's going to be, be like a game a, like a, you won't know that i'm going to ask you this yeah okay <laughs> uh it's 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 fairly funny because yeah as we are friends you know about my sauning and, and steaming so yeah um i like going to the gym but also with that i like to sauna i like to steam yeah. it's one of my hobbies but um <laughs> home cooked meals or sauna and steaming i would i'd probably have to drop the sauna and the steam just because you know home cooked meals what I, I grew up <laughs> off you know like yeah, as i so as good. i told you um i grew up little italy college street and it's like you know grandparents and my parents and mm-hmm. and and cousins and uncles and stuff like that home cooked meals is, is basically what i'm built off of kind of thing you know mm-hmm. i haven't been one to ever say like oh i could eat at home but I'll go out and eat. It's like, no, if I can eat at home, I'll eat at home. Yeah. Right. Um, and then, you know, then I'll say like, okay, you know what? I'll go out to eat that once or twice, three times a week, whenever yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't have that opportunity at home for sure. Yeah. So home cooked meals for sure. All the can't way. pass up on this cooking. <laughs> yeah. No, hundred percent. I can't either. It's funny. I used to live on the same street as Dom for like eight years of my life. Yeah. Yeah. And then we met each other like years later. Years but later. We were like exactly. probably like. 30, 40 houses away from each other. Exactly, but what's crazy (laughs) about the community, right? Because you have some Italian background in you as well. Like we know a lot of the similar people or, Mm. or, or or, sorry, same people, a lot of similar faces that, you know, he'll recognize and be like, oh, you know, Dom kind of thing like that. And we grew up with them for years, right? Yeah, Yeah, that community, um, like with the Italian community, that's so unique, especially with Toronto. It's kind of like that spread from like College Street to St. Clair and then up Dufferin, went to like Dufferin, Lawrence, Keel, and then it went up to the 400 where now you hear a lot of people say, oh, we're from Woodbridge and stuff like that, <laughs> yeah. which is great. But like, it's even all over Vaughn too. Like you have Maple, King City, Bolton now is getting a lot of Italians, mm-hmm. Caledon, right? So they're moving north, but people will still recall the same rel- relatives from all the way from College Street or St. Clair, right? Mm-hmm. So it's really cool how our her- our heritage exists here in, in Toronto and how people think, oh, because we're so spread apart, it could be dying down. But no, it's actually stronger than ever because of the fact that we're spread apart and we're able to still communicate and we're still mm-hmm. able to keep that connection uh, that connection exactly right so 100%. that's that's something that i that i really love to to see you know <laughs> that, and and with the event let's say with italian ovetto there we have italians coming from like all over the gta right mississauga woodbridge vaughn bolton uh richmond hill even scarborough and stuff like that like mm-hmm. just anywhere that that they are inner inner toronto so like that st Clair mm-hmm. and stuff they're they're all coming right so now it's a great way for them to all interact with each other and and it's funny because they'll 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 experience stuff like hey like where are you from in italy and it's not like where are you from here in toronto it's like oh i'm from calabria i'm from like oh no but what small town and people will right. be able to share that but you're not going to share that too much anymore in your day-to-day interactions throughout life because sure. you're meeting different people mm-hmm. right so now it's a great way to share that heritage and keep it alive it's true i think every italian i've met they're like so where are you from 
I'm like, oh, I'm from Sicily. They're like, oh, we're from Sicily. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> we're going to yeah, have to explain that. Exactly. <laughs> it's right? deeper and deeper. People don't know yeah. how deep it gets, but it does. It gets really deep. And you're just right? like, oh, my God. Like, my family your family are like, yeah. they, they can throw a rock at each other's house. You know? That's like, true. Literally. It's so crazy. You're like, oh, my God. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. For sure. 100%. And, and, and we're like on the other side of the world. Exactly. You know? yeah. like, exactly. What are the chances? Yeah. 100%. I think that's funny is when you find out when someone's from a certain region, like Calabria or something, like, oh, yeah. you're Calabres? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. heard they're this and this. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, we're yeah. all telling at the end of the day. Like, exactly. No, we're all hotheads. We yeah. all eat pasta. Like, just call it a day. No, exactly. <laughs> for sure. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, thanks, Dom, for coming. Really appreciate it. Um, make sure to follow his Instagram account at Italian Overo. New OFB episodes every Tuesday morning. Follow our uh, podcast account, Open for Business Podcast, on Instagram. And follow our business accounts at MeChef, at GreenPaw, at IamBeautifulful. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yes, you'll be able to watch every single episode and look at our beautiful guests. <laughs> and go to our website at openforbusinesspodcast.ca for everything OFB related. Thanks, Tom. Awesome. Thank, Thank you guys for having me. Great work, man. I love it. I can't wait to see the rest. Yeah. <laughs>